The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use, plus they offer a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Tyler and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash Tyler. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. You must be 21 and older and present in Illinois. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by our great friends and partners at 19 Crimes Wine. Make it a 19 Crimes Wine weekend. We got uh, football to watch. We've got uh, great things happening. So pick up a bottle wherever you buy your wine today and enjoy it. You're going to love it. What do you got, Tyler? Man hits haunted house host with a BB gun because he thought he was a statue. What? A man. uh, Our Halloween ended in a felony arrest for a 20-year-old who got tricked into a visit to a local haunted house. Ingus Schuster donned in an FBI jacket um, <coughs> and, and carrying an airsoft BB gun uh, entered a home of a 47-year-old man hosting a free haunted house event. Uh, the haunted house was advertised with the question, are you brave enough to make it through the manor and get some treats? Um, inside the house, police said Schuster went around a corner to where the victim was standing. The victim was wearing a costume but was not acting as a scaring player at the time. After seeing the costumed individual, Schuster turned away, grabbed his airsoft gun, and struck the victim with the, the gun's handle, causing significant injury under the host's eye. Ooh. When you were a BB gun kid, weren't you? Uh, yes. I, I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. But I had the one. It was, it was running around. It was actually a, a, hand, a BB handgun. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> even a rifle. It was a BB I, handgun. I know. I know. And we all had a friend My like you. My brother used to shoot people yeah. in the ass. And squirrels, right? Yeah. Probably, too. Yeah, probably. I think it's more of a Midwest thing. I do, too. I was going to say uh, Dayton, Ohio. I'll go Cincinnati. Really? I think it's... I, I agree with you. I'm going over. I don't like where I'm leaning because I also... The uh, Schuster, that sounds like that's got some German roots, so... Well, you know what they call <laughs> I do you know believe Cincinnati, Ohio... Yes. Cincinnati I, is uh, Porkopolis is what they call it. Home of Oktoberfest. So uh, I was leaning towards Ohio as well. So this is setting up for disaster, but uh, I'll roll with you boys. Clean sweep losers. Ah! Oh! In Tallahassee, Florida. You say, you say that it too much with too much... 
happiness, too. Clean, sweep, loser. Tallahassee's got some Midwestern feel to it, though. <laughs> yeah, right, that's it's true. It's not really Florida. It's Tallahassee. <laughs> it's it's like Florida. It's really not. It's like Southern Georgia, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of Alabama too. You're right. Isn't it? It's on. It's on the. Uh, it's on the Panhandle. It's on the Panhandle. Yeah. My bad. So yeah, it would be more, more Alabama, Mississippi. I don't know. I'm not not good with the southern states, but I would see. I it, like. Yeah, I, I Tallahassee to me is kind of different than when I give you like Tampa. Tampa's entirely Tampa, yeah. yeah entirely different. Rules and regulations in terms of, of, of chaos down there. The closest thing we had, the Silvermans had, was like a cap gun. Do you remember the cap it gun? Was nothing. I know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't shoot anything. Nothing. No. It, it, it just made a, it made a sound. Right. It, it was like the red tape. Yes. And it, it would pop the, yeah. the caps. Or then, then you had the... It would smell like smoke for yes. a second. It was like sulfur. Yeah. You'd have the rings that you'd put in, and then the... Yes, the bang, round bang, ring. bang, bang, right. Yeah. Right. You guys, I had friends who had the... Would run around the neighborhood with the BB gun, shooting out windows It was and stuff hidden, like though. That. Mom and Dad didn't know I had it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was not... It was not, a, it was not a weapon that was sanctioned by so Ruth be, and Robert. You could be a punk. Uh, I did not. Drinking was not beer at a young age, shooting with that BB gun. Why does gun? that make me a punk? You were a I punk. Wasn't, I was not damaging. Wasn't damaging things with the BB gun. Was not doing that. The Waddle Boys <laughs> running around. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The stories of the day. We're talking Bears win. Uh, what did you think of yesterday's game? Were you satisfied with the win? Uh, were there things that bothered you? Did you think that the Carolina Panthers were going to win? And then uh, will we see Justin Fields come back against Detroit? The um, Michigan Wolverines were penalized today with a three-game suspension of Jim Harbaugh. That came down in the last hour. Um, it's a weird suspension where the Big Ten suspended Harbaugh for game days. He is allowed to coach through the practice week. He's allowed to travel with the team as well, right? He just can't be at the game facility on Saturday. Correct. I think that's the way it is. So he can be with them in the hotel this weekend in Penn State? At I, Penn would, State? I would think so. He already traveled with them. Yes. Have you texted him yet? I have not, no. You have not. I'm texting mm-hmm. somebody who's... We are both very friendly. With okay. Three, one, two, three. Who three. hasn't also talked to him either? Think that it's been kind of a collective feeling amongst a lot of us that now's not the time. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, he's got other, he's got more important things to do. It's always a good time to have a friend and to let him know oh, that he you're knows, there for he, him. He knows where he doesn't need us to text him to know that we've got his back. I've been apologizing for him, and and, and yeah, people say that you're biased. On of course, this. guilty. Yeah, 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 and you're you're upfront about it. Yeah, I'm not hiding anything. Um, Suspend if, me for three games too, if you want. So let's we're guest free the rest of the way. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Usually we talk to Doug at this time, but because of the Bears game and and all the news, uh, we're gonna have Doug next week. So we'll forgo that and take your phone calls. Bongwater, Chad, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chad? Shalom, gentlemen. What is up? So I have a bit of a conundrum that I would like you guys to help me with. So as I'm watching the reanimated corpse of Al Michaels, you know, call the game last night. Stop it. He's a friend. I know you like him. He may be a great person. He's your guy. But he needs to retire. That being said. 
watching sweat just wreak havoc yesterday, watching the defensive line actually stifle a quarterback, watching Gordon fill the hole like Poles picked him up at Lover's Lane. I was so elated wow, to watch wow. that defense. No turnovers, the running game going well. But that being said, guys, when it was over, it just doesn't feel right. It was it, underwhelming. It was, a, it, was a, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. It was a bad game. And, yeah, we don't have a lot, you know, to be joyous about as Bears fans. And, and I'm really trying to just enjoy the win. But when it was all said and done and I sat there, I, it, it just felt gross. I, I just, gross is a good word. We beat the worst team in the league. We didn't do it convincingly. It, it felt like we – barely got by by the skin of our teeth and and as much progress as I feel like the defense made I it just I, am I wrong? Like, no, should I listen, just be happy I, as a Bears like, fan? Like, you, like, tell me guilty, if I'm wrong or if I'm you, right. You guys. feel like you just had a guilty one night stand? Like, yeah. like you in the what, moment great, you were sort of you were it. sort of enjoying it, but when you were all said and done, you were kind of like, oh, what did what did what did we just do? Definitely regretted it when it was done. That's a that's a great way to put it. What do you think? Well, I mean, listen, if you only average three point six yards per carry and you're a running team on your one night stand, then like you really didn't you didn't perform. So really, well, you, mean, could, you could perform for three point six. Okay, um, it was underwhelming, is what the way I felt. I was expecting a much more convincing win, a much more dominant performance. Look, at the end of the day, Chad, as as, as he was saying. They allowed 43 yards rushing. They had three sacks and plenty of pressure. They allowed only 213 total yards of offense and two field goals. Because remember, the, the, the lone touchdown scored by the Panthers was a punt return. They were 3 of 15 on third downs, the, the Carolina Panthers were. Um, the offense, zero sacks allowed, zero turnovers. Like, he, he was bragging, what was that, the first time since when? I think 1991, where like he was listing all the stuff that they did. Uh, uh, I don't. It's hard to win in the National Football League, so I'm happy as well. And not only that, you keep the Carolina Panthers down. Yes, I'm very happy they won the game. I'm just telling you, I was underwhelmed by how it happened, and and I said to you, I felt the way I felt all week was the outcome of this game will tell me more about my team than their team. I know who they are at this point. I know exactly who the Carolina Panthers are. And it's why I was expecting my team to win in a more convincing fashion. That's what I hoped, and that's what I expected. We can be excited about them winning a game and keeping the Carolina Panthers down. I think watching them play against the Lions in Detroit next week will be a much more telling experience. Like I, I mentioned to you this. Two weeks ago, the Houston Texans lost to the Carolina Panthers right. by a very similar score. Yes. Right? What was the final score there? Was it 15 to 13? It was a last second field goal, right? It was it was I think yes. the Pinero hit. The Pinero made the field goal, it was a very close field goal instead of a a 60-yard field goal or 59-yard field goal. Yeah, they but won 15-13. So the Bears won 16-13. Yeah. The Texans, who's everyone's sweetheart right now, lost 16 to 13. And look, I'm not telling you that Bajent is is an answer to anybody. Bajent's numbers last night were 20 of 33, 162, no touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. 
C.J. Stroud's numbers against the same Carolina Panther defense two weeks ago was 16 of 24 for 140, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, sacked two times. But what happened the following week? You know, C.J. Stroud went off and Houston won a, a really big game. Can the Bears now, without Bajan, now I'm taking the quarterbacks out, can the Bears take another step against Detroit and make us feel better after this sort of unsightly performance against Carolina? Yeah, I tucked this one away yeah. already, and now I'm excited to see how they step up and play against the Detroit Lions, a much better team, the team that is is in charge of their division. Justin, more than likely, will come back. Um, your defense is playing well. I, I think, you know, it, it hasn't been a straight line, but they have played well. There have been moments, the first half against the Chargers, they were disastrous with their inability to tackle. Um, they have not had consistent pressure on anyone. They got three sacks and consistent pressure last night on Bryce Young, but the previous two weeks they had zero sacks in the previous two games. So the inconsistent or the consistently... Lack of pressure, the consistent lack of pressure has been an enormous Achilles heel for this team. Yeah. You can't go to Detroit with a, a pass rush that does virtually nothing and expect to beat that Lions team. You should be able to get pressure on you should I know be he able gets to. out quick. Yeah. It's a good offensive line that they, yes, they, they run did. out there as well. It was, so it will be a great uh, step up in class. Jamie and Gray's Lake, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jamie? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. You got it. Hey, I was at the game last night, and I got two things, one of which I'm really passionate about. That is, those orange helmets are the worst helmets in the NFL. They need to disappear forever. They are, they're seriously terrible. You know, um, people either love them I or like hate them. them. I, I, like I don't them. mind them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Waddle on it. Like, I was talking to some people yesterday in our suite and who said it reminded them too much of U of I, like too, too Illini. But I, they, I, I like the orange on orange. Yeah. They need to go with all whites and then a navy helmet with a white C. I think that'd be a classic. Awesome I'll buy look. that. I'll buy that as well. Um, second thing, I'm watching Bryce Young in. To be generous, man, that guy is underwhelming, and uh, he had some terrible throws last night. And I'm, it just reminded me of the fact that picking a quarterback in a draft is a total crapshoot, and I just. I kind of want us to be careful what we wish for. Getting the number one pick in the draft, I mean, there is no guarantee with Williams or May or anybody else that Jim, we're going to see an upgrade from Fields. Jimmy, Jimmy, let me ask you this, though, okay? Because when, when this conversation comes up, and I think the the, the, the group with the postgame show at Amazon um, had a similar conversation, and I get what you're saying. When you watch Bryce Young, who was the first overall pick, you're very underwhelmed. And you have questions about whether or not long-term he's going to be worthy of that first overall pick down the line. He's small. He's slight. He hasn't done real well. So we all focus on him. Well, what about the guy that was picked with the next pick? C.J. Stroud, who in the course of eight games has completed 62% of his passes for 2,207 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception, and has a 1029 yeah, quarterback rating. So if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Bryce Young and the inexact science of the draft and why you should be scared to draft first overall with a quarterback, I would just say also keep in mind that the guy picked after him at the same position is excelling right now. 
You just got to pick the right guy. Yeah, you're totally right. But here's here's the thing. Like, I'll take Darnell Wright over Jalen Carter every time. I would take. I'd rather take somebody you're ninety eight percent sure is going to hit than somebody who's a pure fifty fifty. When you're drafting that high, you can't miss. Like we we've got to make the most of those picks if we want to build a good team. What if what if polls tells you he believes that one of those guys, for whether it's Drake May or Caleb uh, Williams, is not going to miss? That that just like he said that uh, like Jalen Carter was too risky for multiple reasons because of off the field because of his love of the game because of everything that the coaches told him at Georgia. What if the opposite was true that he can't pass he can't trade down because his projections say that those guys are just too good and he's not sold on fields. Then what? You know, I actually trust Paul's judgment. I know he hasn't been perfect. I know the Claypool thing was a myth, but I think he's made better decisions than not. And if he stood up there with conviction and said, this is the guy, I'm certain of it, I'll go with that. But, man, apart from that level of conviction, I'd much rather take Harrison or or whatever defensive pass rusher is going to help us the most. Or I just, or what if yeah. I could offer you a quarterback that will play like C.J. Stroud? Yeah, obviously. If you if you could guarantee me we're going to get somebody that's playing like C.J. Stroud, 100%. Well, I can't guarantee you point. that, though, Jamie. The same that. way I can't guarantee you that Trevon Walker from Georgia, who was the first overall pick by the Jags in 2022, is going to turn out to be Miles Garrett. Like there is yeah, a certain we, we, amount. We all of knew Aiden Hutchinson was going to be better, didn't we? Uh, I'm not a draft expert, so I can't cop to knowing that completely. No, but okay, come on, you had your thoughts, though, Tommy. Uh, I didn't know a whole lot about Jalen, or uh, I didn't even just gave you his wrong name, the kid from uh, from Trevon Walker. Trevon Walker. I, I really hadn't. I didn't scout him. Okay. Well, but, but I Jamie, mean, I get your point. I, and I'm not trying to talk you off of it. Good All call, I'm, Jamie. Very it, good. It is Thank a very you. good Thanks, call. And I, and I think that it's a really good point. I would just say for everyone who has their eggs in that basket that you can't draft a quarterback first overall because there's no guarantee that that guy is going to succeed because look at what the Carolina Panthers have on their hands with Bryce Young. That's fine. But you also have to then factor into this conversation and this equation what C.J. Stroud is doing as the second overall pick with the Houston Texans. Like the Texans took him second. They're developing him nicely with with Bobby Slowick Jr. And he has had a very nice start to his NFL career. If that's the path you take. Maybe the Bears get the second overall pick. Yeah. Maybe I, they I, do something comparable. Yeah. I, I, I just, nothing has shown me that polls is won over by Justin Fields. This isn't about what's, like a lot of people, ah, you guys aren't giving Justin enough time, or you guys, you're not taking into consideration uh, who he was surrounded by, or the play calling, or the, this with Bajent and that with Justin. I want any evidence that Ryan Poles is won over by Justin. And if he's not, why shouldn't he draft a quarterback? He should. We've hired him to make his decisions, not your decisions, Johnny and Elmhurst. He's there to make his decisions. If his decision is that I haven't seen enough from the quarterback that was here when I got the job and I'm going to pivot and go in another direction, that's where he should go. And this could and be, then his career will be based on whether or not that's a right decision. And this could be the time where you finally get it right. Absolutely. Where it just all matches up. 
look, you can't just say because Bryce Young failed or like, again, it's like that flawed Ohio State logic. Right. Like, oh, because the last Ohio State quarterback failed or the last 10, I can't draft C.J. Stroud. That's dumb. That That's all independent of this year. All of it. Think about if the Houston Texans said to themselves, we can't draft C.J. Stroud because he went we're to s- Ohio State. We're scared to death. Or what if we miss on this pick? Like, if this is who you get and you develop him. But now, now look how one guy changed everything. Yeah. That's, I mean, the course of that entire franchise, if he continues to play this way. There is no guarantee that any of these guys, even like, how many quarterbacks have come out first overall and everyone said this is a can't miss? Like, fewer than half. You know what I mean? There are fewer guys that came out and were the first overall pick that didn't have that can't miss label on them than those that have. Trevor Lawrence. Andrew Locke. I mean... It's, it doesn't happen every year. The quarterback market will fluctuate coming out of college football. I have no, I'm, not, I'm not telling you I have this strong feeling that Caleb Williams or Drake May or J.J. McCarthy, any of these guys are can't misses. It's not my job. Yeah. I'm it's, not the, the GM of the Bears. At five, um, when, when we have a, a, a long segment here, we're going to play you what they said on Amazon yesterday. I haven't heard it because I was at the game. Yeah. You, were, you had your – did you have a good uh, – had a great, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of good fans. Of people at yes. uh, Hooters. Yes, back to back days at uh, Twin Peaks and Hooters. I'll be at the Admiral tonight. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm not. I'm going to be at home. Hopefully, I'm going to be with you. But yes. my mother-in-law's in the hospital right is now, so doing, I don't know. Is she doing okay? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. So, uh, but um, no, I, I I did get home in time to hear the post game show. I watched the last. I watched the fourth quarter at home and then heard the post game show. And I understand this line of conversation. I just think it's incomplete. Okay. This was from the postgame show? Yes. Okay. 312-332-3776. We do have uh, ratings information, too, on the game last night. Have you guys seen this? I have not. I just saw this uh, right now. Uh, How do you think uh, Bears and uh, Panthers did? We'll give you those numbers and numbers for Like It, Love It. And our picks for the weekend coming up next. Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Just a little taste of it. Right, like it, love it. Just a taste of it every single week, 4:30 on Friday. Brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's what I was drinking last night. And it was delicious. Little soda, little lime, Tito's Handmade Vodka. All right, uh, we have not updated the records for the last couple weeks, Tyler. You were out last week and no one had the records. And then um, I'm anxious to hear how everyone did last week, especially. Oh, funny you ask. Well, both of you swept the board last week. Each yeah. of you picking up six points. I got three. Miller got one. So the standings as they sit right now, Waddle in the lead with 36. Sylvie behind him at 32. Meller at 25 and myself with 23. Okay, you guys aren't as far behind as I thought. <laughs> Shouting distance. Sorry to disappoint yeah. you. 
Boy, that was a flex, wasn't it? I thought I was. Uh, I, I thought I'd be closer, but you you keep uh, you, you chugging along. You keep bro. winning. You are chugging, chugging along. So go ahead. Uh, I like. You know what I like? I like the maize and blue. Shocking, right? They're at Penn State. They're going to give James Tommy Franklin Stallions the business. Over here. That's right. With or without Jim Harbaugh, they're giving four to Penn State in their building. How about a 13-point win? Take that moment. I like Michigan minus four in Happy Valley. Jim Harbaugh doesn't give a crap about your feelings. <laughs> So you don't think they're going to be distracted? You don't I'm think they're going to be You don't think they're going to be distracted at all? I think they're the better team. Okay. I'm not a big Penn State guy, you know that. I'm going to do the unthinkable waddle. I'm going to do something that no gambler would ever advise. None. Not what not Carmen, not Northy, not Doug. Not I'm, a, I'm afraid not what Millman, you're about to say. Not, no, no. I am going to lay the 17 here. I'm going to take I like the Cowboys. And the seven, giving seventeen to who to the Giants yes, and sir. Devito. Yes, I don't care. Like, and they're at home, the Cowboys, and you know the Cowboys are front runners too, and they're playing good football. And I know some, they're not going to overlook a division opponent. This is a game that Devito may not score a touchdown. They may Danny not do. They'd be better off with Danny Devito. But I think the Cowboys' defense may score more than the Giants' offense. Okay. And I think the the Cowboys are going to score thirty plus points. Gotcha. So I like the Cowboys minus seventeen. I'm doing the unthinkable, Waddle. But why not? It's okay. the largest let's, spread of the year in the NFL. Let's live dangerously. I'll tell you what, Sylvie. I like where your head's at, my friend. Although up his ass. Is the way the way I'm going to play this. I'm going to go ahead and take the alternate line on the Giants under here. Right now, you can get the under at 9.5 at plus 110. I believe that's within the parameters of our rules for Uh like it, love it, just a taste. So, to your point, Tommy DeVito, the character made famous by Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, he'd probably be better in a movie than under center for the Giants. Go home and get your shine box, Tommy. I like the under nine and a half on the Giants. For my like, I'm going to head to the college slates and go out west for a late night game. The Oregon Ducks and the USC Trojans. USC has nothing to play for at this point anymore. Oregon has everything to play for. I think they win this game by at least three touchdowns. The line is 16. Give me the Ducks minus the 16. Okay. I Make heard it a, quack. Them talk about that this morning. Uh, and then what do you got, Waddle, for your love? Uh, my love is what what uh, Tyler was just talking about. Oregon given 16. Oh. I don't think it's enough. I love Oregon. I think they're going to make a statement. Everything that Tyler said times two. I love Oregon. My love is the Saints. Uh, they're in Given Min- 40. No, it's minus three. They're in Minnesota. I, I, I love the Dobbs story. Uh, and the Vikings have played good football. I think they're coming back to earth, though. And that's what Dobbs has been um, after... You know, he's been scouted. I And, and the, the Saints, we saw them a week ago. They've been playing better football. Derek Carr's been playing better football. Um, I love the Saints minus three against the Vikings. For my love, boys, I will take another Bears divisional foe, and I'll go against them. The Steelers at home against the Packers laying three, coming off of that little mini bye because they had the Thursday game last week. Yes, please. I love the Steelers minus three against the Packers, who I think were lulled into a false sense of security against a bad Rams team. 
last week. Love the Steelers. Me too. For my love, I'm going to stay in the college board here. I'm going to go another game in the Pac-12. Washington and Utah. The Huskies are at home and are a a 7.5-point favorite over the Utes. I like Washington because this Utah team, they don't have a quarterback, and their defense kind of gets exposed against some of these really good offenses. Give me Washington minus the 7.5. Waddle, what's your take? I'm staying in. uh, This is a college sweep for me as well. And I won with this last week. I'm taking SMU over tonight. They're taking on the North Texas Mean Green. Who's feeding you these? I'm doing it myself. I'm actually putting money on them as well. Over 41 and a half. It's minus 120, which is also inside the band for us. How'd you get on the SMU train? I just, you know what? I have some free time on my hands, and I've just scoured some of the stuff. And they they scored 36. football fan. That's right. Listen. They score points. 36 last week, 69. Nice the week before that, 55, 31, 34. I think they can put 42 tonight on the North Texas Mean Green. Texas Mean Green. Um, My taste is the Bengals. Uh, We were just talking about the Texans. I told you two weeks ago the Texans went to Carolina and they laid an egg. I still think on the road they're an up-and-down team. The Bengals are playing as good a football as any team. So I'll lay the six. I uh, give me a taste of the Bengals minus six you do at know home. T-, T Higgins out, so is Sam Hubbard. Okay. I'm okay. Just giving you I'm some okay. information. I, I okay. it, it, is uh, Demar Chase is questionable too. Yes. Give me the Bengals okay. minus six. Just just, it's just taste. Okay. All right, and uh, for my taste, my taste is Sylvie's love. There, there are, what? Really quick, there are like 25 people, and this is no joke. On the Texans injury report, oh, this really? is no Sylvie's right. It's. It, as bad as the Bengals have it, the Texans are absurdly banged up and injured this week. Uh, Nico Collins, their top receiver, is out as well. Uh, my taste is Sylvie's love. Uh, I'm going to hop in the backseat. I'm not going to ride shotgun with you, Sylvie, but I think you're right on the Saints there. Lane three in Minnesota. The Josh Dobbs story, I think, has pumped up that number a little bit in the Saints' favor. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, just a taste on the Saints. All right, for my taste, we saw a terrible football game at Wrigley Field last week. You want to guess what the total is in Iowa and Rutgers this week? I don't know if you've seen Rutgers it yet. Rutgers can actually score a few points. Really? Really? 29? 28 and a half. Sylvie, you got a guess? Mm, what was the question again? Uh, Iowa, Rutgers, and what the total is this week. Uh, last week it was 29 and a half. 32. It is 27 and wow! a half. So that's a new record again? Yes. They just keep setting records for the lowest totals. Let's submarine it again. I'm going to take Iowa and Rutgers in the under. You're going lower. Wow, you're going Well, under. honestly, they're not, Iowa's not sniffing those lines. Right? They're scoring 10 points a right, game. You might as well. Keep going. That's a good call. It was right. never in question last week. Uh, like it, love it, uh, just a taste of it. Again, brought to you by our great friends and partners at Tito's Handmade Vodka. Did you see this? So... It's the way you spin these numbers. What's that? The 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 Bears uh, ratings. Thursday Night Football have released their ratings. My guess is it's going to be a higher number than people would anticipate because it's the Chicago market. Yes, it is. So the according to Nielsen, um, Prime Video's live stream of Bears Panthers averaged nine point five six million viewers. Now, when you compare it year over year, what do you think that is? Up uh, 15%. That is up 41% over the comparable game last year, which on November 10th was Falcons-Panthers. 
So 41% year over year. Um, Bears, Panthers, they also spin it this way, earned a bigger audience than six other 2022 Thursday night football games. So they're spinning it that way. You see how they're doing it? They're saying last year, Bears, Panthers did better than six of last year's game. Yeah. They're also saying Thursday Night Football on Prime has posted a double-digit year-over-year viewership increase from all nine games this season. So when you compare it year-over-year, they continue to do better. Um, But when you look at what the average audience is for this year, Thursday Night Football is averaging 12.2 million viewers this year. So this year's audience, or this week's audience, 9.56. Yeah, They're averaging 12.2 this year. So that's significantly down compared to... Yeah, well, it's a crappy well, game. Y- yeah. Next week when the Ravens and the Bengals square off... Yeah, yeah. They're going to get a giant number for that. You'll get like 12. You'll, yeah. you'll probably get what you're, you're getting. But when you compare year over year, the Bears still, even though the Bears are terrible, the Bears still pump up a lot of those numbers. I would think, based on the growth that they are, at least they're, they're, they're trumpeting, that... They're happy with the return on their investment, despite the fact that some of these games have been garbage. Like, because they are getting certain numbers that they can sell to advertisers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, for comparison, like Dove Kleinman, whoever that guy is, no one knows who Has this anybody guy is. Figured that no out? one knows who he is. I don't know. He's Kleinman, an, an aggregator. You know Will we find out what happened on the South Side first or who Dove Kleinman is? We'll probably find out who Dove Kleinman is first. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, now, this is over. This is this is not a stream. But how many people do you think watched Cowboys Eagles on Fox this past week? That was like the game of the year. Oh, I don't. I, I like. I'm out of. I'm in deep water, knowing what the normal number. I of just people. told you nine point five six people over a stream. Yeah, that's a stream. Well, I, we'll do watch. people more people stream or less people stream? Oh, less. I think less people stream. Okay. I think now, you're usually in the thirty millions, so, right? Well, Cowboys Eagles was not the night game. It was a three. It was three twenty five, wasn't it? Yes. I'll go twenty four million. You're pretty close. Twenty seven point one million. It's a lot. Twenty seven point one million people still watch. At one time, NFL football. It's crazy. They own. They yeah, own the it's, sports it's, landscape. It's the only thing that you get that many people together at the same time to watch any live TV. Right. And we, we will sit around and complain about the officiating. We'll complain about other things as well, but we'll keep watching. Was the Bears Chiefs with the Taylor Swift intrigue? That was her first game, remember? Was that the highest rated? Uh, oh, no, but I guess the NBC, the night game the next week when she was in New York for the Jets game. The that Jets, was the yeah, highest. That was a big one. That was a big. But that one. was a, that was a night game. Yes, it was. So it's crazy. A, if you want to weigh in and, and talk some bears, we'll do that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And speaking of watching, what are we watching for? We'll tell you about that coming up next. ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. 
What to watch for every Friday, about 4.45. It's brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Speaking of Connie's, let's give some pizza away. Call her 10 right now. You can win free pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza, 312-332-3776. Call her 10 wins free pizza right now. Waddle, what are you watching for? Uh, I got a couple of things for you, okay? First of all, I co-signed Carmen's recommendation for Get Gotti. Have you seen it? That was mine last week. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I so haven't you seen, have seen it, it yet. No. no. But, but, uh, so I, I triple co-signed that. Um, I was just telling the fellas at the break, too, there is a documentary. It's a, Actually, it's I think it's a, like an hour and a half. It's a movie. It's one episode on Sylvester Stallone. It's called Sly, which I thought was really good. It focuses mostly on his becoming an actor not really about his family now or anything but on how the whole rocky thing unfolded i thought it was very compelling um so i would recommend that but to me it's all about 11 a.m on uh your local fox affiliate where michigan will take on penn state in in happy valley except uh they should have harbaugh can like even though we joke that he'll be in a uh in a, uh, in a in a mascot mascot suit. uniform, like wherever we should be able to watch him watch the game. That would be would that be listen, entertaining? If he gets a, an emergency injunction, you may see him on the sidelines. That is true. Didn't that, they do that with a coach one time? I'm trying to remember who it was. There's a, a suspended basketball coach. Did they do that? I want to say they did it, and they had, like, maybe it wasn't live, but you saw, like, the sit-down after the fact, and it was, it was almost like documentary style, where they had uh, the sit-down with the coach while they were watching the where, game that they were suspended for. Where and how for. would he watch it? Harbaugh? Yeah. Like, in his hotel Probably room? Probably in a Buffalo Wild Wings, just amongst <laughs> a bunch of people. Having some hot wings. What do you mean? One in, cold beer. In his full get-up, too? Yeah. Dressed in his coaching outfit at a Buffalo Wild Wings. In Happy having Valley. A plate, having a plate of hot wings, one beer, and probably Standing some Diet hands Coke. on the knees. The Michigan bus is outside waiting for him. Yes. Oh. You're going to keep him down. He doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't. Now, um, there's another new docuseries on Netflix. These are, I think, the best. This is right now the number one show on Netflix. Currently, it's called, have you guys heard this, Escaping Twin Flames? I have not heard that. This is about uh, two people who scammed other people out of uh, money as they looked for love. Ooh, yes. that's not kind. Right. They they preyed on vulnerable people who, look, who went looking for love. And, like, they claim that they're going to coach them and... And, and and show them and with, through through coaching on how to look for love and I think it was all a scam. That's what I've read about it. Uh, there are many articles about it. Number one show currently on Netflix. It's a three epi- episode docu series. It is called Escaping Twin Flames. It's got like a seven and a half rating on IMBD out of ten. All right. What are you guys watching for? All right, boys. For mine, uh, giving you David Fincher's newest. Probably my favorite director. Who is David Fincher? David Fincher has directed Fight Club, Seven, Gone Girl, The Social Network, Zodiac. Wow. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He, I think he's my favorite director. I haven't, you know, really sat down and thought about it, but he's one of my top two. His newest, um, called The Killer, 
starring Michael Fassbender, is out on Netflix right now. I cannot wait to watch it. It dropped today. It was in theaters for probably a week, but was it really? Yeah, it was in theaters for a week, and is then it they a brought it right to Netflix. It's a, a movie. movie. Yeah, and Michael Fassbender. I mean, it's a, a Tilda Swinton. It's a full blown, you know, blockbuster thriller drama. So, is it I'm, supposed to be great? Listen, David Fincher. I, I haven't I read saw the, the, I saw I, the trailer and loved the I trailer. Say, I've purposely avoided yeah. reviews because I don't want anything spoiled. I like David Fincher that much. So I can't wait to go home and watch it. Either tonight or tomorrow, I'll check it out. So you don't want a Rotten Tomatoes? Uh... No, because like sometimes I feel... Well, I don't care about a percentage, but like I hate reading the reviews because I feel like sometimes they give away too much. But if you if you have a percentage, yeah, fire let, let me Let me pull that up. I thought that was going to be a series, Meller. I obviously wasn't watching it closely yeah, no. enough, but it's a movie. Like I said, and Fincher, like, I just listed you, like, I probably yeah. five or six of, you know, my favorite 20 what or 50 Fassbender movies. What was in that I would know? Fastbender was in The Counselor, which is also another film that I highly recommend. Uh, Fastbender's been in a lot of stuff. Um, um, he's one of these guys that you probably would recognize. As soon as you face. see him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff I know, but I can't. How about this, Meller? Yeah. Uh, don't 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 put me in a bad mood, Sylvie. No, it's uh, he hasn't had much sleep. He was here till three. <laughs> it's eighty-seven uh, percent right. from critics and seventy-seven percent on audience. All right, that's good all the way around. The killer. Check it out on Netflix. We can all reconvene and discuss next week. Definitely. You, your last two movie recommendations have been good. And I'll tell you, I have higher expectations for this one than those two. For mine, uh, mine is not nearly a, as big Pumped and up. sophisticated as Mellor's, but it it's also basketball? on Netflix. It's not college basketball, though. Duke and Arizona tonight. Good game out of Cameron. Right. Right. Um, but mine is a movie on Netflix called Outlaw. I think it's Outlaw or Outlaws. Um, and it is with Adam Devine. It's a comedy. If you just need a mindless movie, it's about like him. That. He's getting married, and he's never met his future in-laws. And he's a bank manager, and it turns out they've been robbing his bank. Oh, where is this? It's on Netflix. And what's it called? Outlaws. Outlaws. Mm-hmm. All right. Sort of like in-laws, but they're there outlaws. There you go. Yeah, I gotcha. I Get gotcha. it? I gotcha. All right, there you go. What to watch for. All right, coming up next, let's take all your Bears calls. Uh, we'll finish strong here. The, Har- the Harbaugh here. suspension. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Give you the updated poll results. Three-game suspension. That's the rest of the regular season. Though he's not suspended from coaching his team during the the practice week. Just on game days at the venue. It's ridiculous. 312-332-3776. All your Bears calls. And we'll play you what they said on uh, Amazon Prime regarding the Bears quarterback situation. And they say they don't think the Bears should draft one. Play that coming up next.